I always tell the youth when I'm subbing that my favorite subject is English. I love reading, writing, and all things grammar. So it would seem fitting to begin this podcast with a quote from Shakespeare. What's in a name? Don't worry. That's where I'm going to end my Shakespeare quote and classic literature discussion for now. In all seriousness, we are going to look at why a name is so important to young people. So let's go ahead and get started. Have you ever felt that we are losing young people to the world around them and that they have already chosen to walk away from Jesus without even knowing him? And did you know that all young people are at risk for something? That's why I want to welcome you to the Jesus is my hashtag podcast, where positive youth development and youth ministry intersect. I'm your host, Deb Schroeder. Join me weekly for encouragement, resources, and strategies to assist you in helping young people make Jesus their hashtag. In every job I've held working or volunteering with youth, I have stories I could share about a young person's name and why it matters so much to them. Most recently, in an 8th grade social studies class, I called a student by his name. He looked surprised, and he asked me how I knew his name. I told him that I remembered him from last year. Well, that led to a chorus of questions from different students if I remembered them from last year, too. Now, honestly, I remember the names of young people for a variety of different reasons. It might be because they were helpful, they made me laugh, they were in trouble, or even they just drove me a little bit crazy. Whatever the reason, those students were genuinely interested in knowing if I knew them. But I didn't confirm or deny why I remembered them. Sometimes we are quick to learn a young person's name, and other times it can take a while. Sometimes we make a quick connection with youth, and other times it builds slowly over time, or we may not even make a connection at all. But do you know one thing that we can always do? We can try to learn and use the name of a young person. At this point, you might be ready to tell me that you have never been good at learning or remembering names of people. I get it. It's not easy for everyone. I'm good at remembering faces, and throughout the years, I have had to train myself and I've had to work hard to learn the names of young people and all the youth workers that I have trained. It takes practice. Some days I do better than others. I'm going to offer you a few tips a little later on, but first I want to talk about why a name matters. Quite simply, a young person's name is attached to their identity. It's a part of who they are. It sets them apart from other young people, and it's something that can be constant for them. Even while everything around them might be changing or feel uncertain, their name is something that they can hold on to. Now, you might be thinking that some young people are quick to correct you and prefer a nickname, or some young people request to be called by a different name entirely. And my response to that is that it's still a part of their identity. It's them trying to figure out who they are, and they're attaching a name to that. As a sub, one of the most challenging things is taking attendance if you don't know the names of students. Since it's still new enough into the school year, I begin every class by saying, I may mispronounce your name, and I ask them to tell me how to say it so that I can continue to learn it correctly. And some of the names, I know I'm going to get wrong. That's why I apologize up front. 
I want young people to know that their name, their identity, it matters to me. I want to show them respect and care that I'm willing to take to learn their name and to say it correctly. It may seem like a small thing, but I have seen students get excited when I pronounce their name correctly. It validates them. It validates their identity. Do you know what saying the name of a young person also does? Sometimes it can help to keep them in line. As an adult, you know their name. You can hold them accountable. You can call them out on poor behaviors. I will say that for some young people, that can be a little bit scary if they're afraid you're going to call on them in front of a larger group or if you're going to call them out on things. And since not every adult calls a young person by name or uses their name, it can take time for them to become comfortable if you consistently do. But even if a young person is nervous about it, it's our opportunity to teach them that we see value in them as a person by using their name. I also love that how when we use the name of a young person, it models that skill for youth. It shows young people that respect can be given to others by knowing who they are and by addressing them by their name. It builds a pattern for youth and helping them to see this can be a part of normal life. And as you think about a young person entering the workforce, entering further education, they're going to need to know this skill. They're going to need to know when it's appropriate to use names and how sometimes that's expected in different cultures. Anytime we can model a skill that a young person needs to develop, we are investing in them building that skill. That can be an additional motivation for us as caring adults to learn and to use the names of young people. I have eight different tips to offer you today to help you learn the names of youth. But before we get to that, I want to share a special project I've been working on. Have a quick listen. Hey there, it's Deb. I'm pausing this podcast episode to share something new and exciting in the Jesus is my hashtag community. We just opened up our store feature over on the website, and we have our first two products listed. There are two sets of prayer cards with 40 different prayers in each. One set includes prayers to pray over young people, and the other set has prayers for teachers. And I'm excited to announce that these prayer cards are bilingual. If you've been hanging out in our community for a while, you know how important I believe that prayer is for our hearts and for our ministry. At the time of this podcast recording, we just opened up our pre-sale. To check it out, go visit jesusismyhashtag.com backslash store. You can order your prayer cards and join me in praying for our youth and our teachers. Let's get back to that podcast episode now and listen to some strategies for working with young people. All right, let's get down to the business of figuring out what we can do as caring adults to help us learn the names of young people. I have eight different tips I want to share. Tip number one, say their name and use their name. Make it a natural part of how you interact with them. Saying it reminds you of their name too, so that it becomes a part of your memory and it becomes a part of the culture you're creating with that young person. Tip number two, don't be afraid to ask a young person how to say their name or to ask them if they have a different name that they would prefer to be called. And then ask the young person to remind you and to gently correct you if you mispronounce their name. Now be prepared to be corrected and to apologize. In asking a young person to help you in this way, you are letting them know that they matter enough 
for you to want to learn their name. Plus, you get the added bonus of them holding you accountable. And trust me, they will. Tip number three, think of something that can help you to remember the name of a young person. Maybe it's a rhyme, a movie character, someone you know. You could even challenge a young person to help you come up with a way to remember their name. This is a fun way to actually engage with them. Tip number four, take a picture, a mental picture or an actual picture if that's appropriate. I look at a young person, I say their name, and then I say it again the first time I'm learning their name. I tell them why I'm doing that too, so it doesn't feel so awkward. And I tell them that I might have to do it for several more times so that I can get it locked into my memory. And I know that when appropriate, I love being able to have a physical picture. When I worked in corrections, I was not able to take pictures of the young men there. So I always had to work with a mental picture that had to be enough. But as a youth group leader, I took a new picture anytime somebody new was added to our group. And I would look at that picture and I would quiz myself on their names. Tip number five, write it down. I am someone who tends to lock things into memory a little better when I write things down. It's that combination of audibly saying a name, visually seeing it, and then physically writing it down that helps me. Depending on what your situation is with young people, name tags or table tents might be appropriate to use as well. This allows you to see their name and it prompts you to use the name. I get not all situations allow for this, and not all young people like name tags, especially if they're afraid you're going to call on them. It just takes time for them to get used to that being a part of the culture that you have with them. Tip number six, pray for a young person by name. This is probably one of my favorite things to do. I find when I can pray for a young person, I see their face in my mind, and I'm creating a new layer to the relationship without them even being there. And as I pray, I can ask God to help me to remember their name. Tip number seven, challenge yourself to learn names. If we just wish that we will learn the names and not actually give ourselves the task of doing it, it takes much longer to commit those names and faces to our memory. Create a challenge for yourself that you can work towards. And if you want to get a little crazy here, quiz yourself or have young people quiz you. And if you want to constantly be reminded that you have this challenge, make sure you tell young people about it. Well, what does a challenge look like, you might be wondering. For example, maybe you are going to learn two names each week of young people in a specific group that you're with. Or for me right now, with three different grades of students to learn in an entire middle school building, I'm challenging myself to learn the names of 5 to 10 students each week. This is tough because I bounce from room to room and grade to grade. But I am really working on learning the names of the students, and I'm excited to see by the time the end of the week rolls around, have I met my challenge. Tip number eight, don't give up and don't give yourself permission to be bad at remembering names. I think this tip is important because it is how we hold ourselves accountable. It's how we commit to showing up and caring. Not giving up on learning names of a young person is a promise that we make to ourselves and to them. Now, as we wrap up, 
let me circle real quick back to that Shakespeare and Romeo and Juliet quote. The full quote is, What's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet? Here Juliet is actually telling Romeo that a name doesn't matter and it has no meaning behind it. She does this as she declares her love for Romeo. But I'm going to have to challenge Juliet here. I firmly believe that a name absolutely has meaning. How could it not? A name is something that a young person can control. It's a part of their identity. It's how they present themselves to the world around them. Additionally, when we use a young person's name and we learn that name, we are showing our respect for that young person. And it's one of the ways that we can connect and engage with them. Well, that wraps up our episode today. So I hope you'll tune in next time as we start to talk about expectations. Hey there, fellow youth workers. Thanks for tuning in today. Remember what Matthew 937 tells us, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. In other words, keep showing up and keep caring.